So we got an interesting one for you guys today. Cause we're we're talking about epilepsy. I know. I, I don't know how this makes sense on a cigar review, but it does somehow. And we're going to tell you how this actually makes sense. Talk about epilepsy because November is epilepsy awareness month and somebody very near and dear to Zill cigars actually has epilepsy. So today we have my sister Carrie in to talk about epilepsy awareness month and bring awareness to epilepsy. So uh, there's a lot of stuff that we've learned since you've worked here about epilepsy. So uh, we're, we're talking about this a little bit. Uh, there, there's been a lot of uh, different things. So uh, I know the cigar review cut light and cigar, the Cut Light and Smoke Cigar Review is usually talking about, I'm sorry, the Cut Light and Smoke Podcast is usually talking about, uh, you know, cigars, masculinity, and uh, culture. And so we're kind of taking a break from all that stuff today to talk to Carrie. Tec- technically, this could be culture-related. I guess it'd be culture-related. We'll, we'll, get, we'll get into that. It's not typically our forte is what I'm trying to say. So it's, it's not typically our forte, but it, it is. Uh, it does connect to us and our business and everything else like that because uh, Carrie does have epilepsy. So we're, we're going we're gonna to interview Carrie a little bit and kind of go back and forth uh, with her. And uh, Carrie is my sister. She is uh, 45, 45 years old. I'm 48. I'm three years older. And then our sister is 46, I'm assuming, I was like, right? God, please don't screw that up, dude. I know. I just, I'm just going to stop. I'm, I'm like, just, I know. just was like my cigar, like, oh, God, don't run. Well, yeah, so. You mean don't screw up my age? Yeah. Right, right, right. I never, I never am so sensitive about that. So we're talking, we're talking to Carrie about, about this. And so I'm going to interview her a little bit. Um, she's been my sister now for 45 years. Uh, and we have another sister named Chrissy who's in Ohio. So uh, we come from the Midwest, come to Cincinnati, Ohio, a little suburb outside Cincinnati called Loveland. Yeah. So we've been there most of our lives. Before that, we were on the west side the of, of the Cincinnati uh, in a place called Force Park. So we went from Force Park to Cincinnati. I don't know, Force Park to Loveland, which are basically suburbs of Cincinnati, Ohio. So uh, I, I want to ask you a few questions. Um, so epilepsy uh, comes in many different forms and fashions, from what I understand in my research. Like there can be grand mal seizures uh, with it. It can be uh, minor seizures as well. You yeah, know, uh, you could just stare off into space for so, ten seconds. Yeah. So, but the most popular thing with epilepsy is obviously seizures. You know, as far as like it well, causes seizures. That's what epilepsy is. Yeah. Okay. That's okay. A, that's the technical definition of epilepsy okay. is to. Um, when you have multiple seizures mm-hmm. um, that are basically unaccounted for, you don't know why right. you're having them. Right. So that so epilepsy is an epileptic condition okay. of multiple seizures. Okay. So then they have to find the reason why you're having them. Right. So yeah, you if you're could, allergic to peanuts and you eat peanuts, and your allergic reaction is to have a seizure, and then right. every time you eat peanuts, you have a seizure. You're not an epileptic. You're right. having an allergic reaction to your peanuts. Right. right. Or right, right. there's there's so many. The Lots. the kicker is is that epilepsy is the top neurological condition in the world globally. Wow. Really? Yet okay. Wow. It's not talked about. The least okay. known. The okay. least known. The okay. least talked about. Okay. But it is number one. Wow. And I didn't know that. It's, yeah. it's a number one neurological neurological condition. condition yes, like, over sixty-five million people in the world have it. And there's a ton of neurological conditions. Yes, yeah, so when yeah. you talk about neurolog- neurological condition, you're talking about something that that is like a a handicap or dis, a, a disability, a disease, a, a disease, disorder. Yep. Yeah, disorder. Like that, yeah, that doesn't the allow brain you, or yeah. the neurological. System. That doesn't allow you to live a normal, healthy life. Yeah. all the way through. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. Okay. Yeah, and epilepsy is the top, okay. and that, that's the kicker is is that. The reason is, is because it spans from children to older people. Like there's no, 
there's no specific age range. Right. Now there, you, didn't, you didn't have this all your life. Like, no, so when I got it, it when, when I was 18. When you were 18 years old, when you had yeah. your first seizure. It came tell, out of nowhere. Tell me, tell us about that. So, uh, yeah, because most people develop it when they're kids. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, you know, hopefully, and, you know, God willing, they grow out of it, but I grew into it. Okay. <laughs> um, so when, um, when I was 18, like most people, they thought that they could move out and, you know, live on campus or across from campus. And I lived across from campus and thought that I was smart, smarter than my parents. And uh, <laughs> I lived with my uh, best friend and her sister, three of us in a one bedroom apartment and uh, <laughs> and ate, <laughs> uh, lived off of ramen yeah. and popsicles because that's what you would do when you're 18. <laughs> right. Hey, that and, might be us soon. That's most Americans very soon. Uh, thank goodness for 25 cent ramen. Um, <laughs> but at that time I was, you know, like most teenagers uh -huh. thinking that they know everything, staying up all hours, not sleeping, eating nothing. And I ran out of money extremely fast mm -hmm. and I had to assemble, you know, eat that humble pie and call mom and dad and be like, okay, I need to move back home. Mm -hmm. And of course we have the best parents in the entire world. We really do. Our yeah. parents are pretty amazing. And, yeah. uh, I, and mom was like, of course, you know, come home. We want you home anyway. Sure. And it was even closer to my job. Mm -hmm. So I moved home and when I moved home, it was probably, it was probably two weeks or so after I moved home. And this is, this accounts for the sheer grace of God. Um, I was in the kitchen making rice for breakfast because I loved rice with sugar and butter in it. Uh, like, you know, like <laughs> Never every... Never heard of that before. Right. Never heard of that before. Uh, like every Midwestern, you know, person. Rice with sugar and butter. Yeah, you okay. never had rice or sugar and never, butter? Never, no. Oh, my goodness. But chicken in that or eggs I or mean, something. I mean, yeah. I tell you, like, I, I'm like probably more... I'm, is I'm, the closest. Yeah, I'm I, probably I more Southern than I am... Yeah, that's probably, uh, anything. That's probably the truth. Yeah. See, then it would be like grits, though, I feel like. I have I have eggs with grits. I don't have grits with sugar okay, and butter. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. No sugar uh, in the grits. I no. agree with that. But I was making sugar, uh, rice with sugar and butter, um, and I actually just put the rice in the microwave to heat it up and turned around, and my mom said that I called her name, and I just said, Mom. And thankfully, she turned around instead of just answering, and I just fell right towards her. And she caught me and, and I went onto the floor and I, every single seizure I've had from the first one to, you know, the one recently, a few months ago uh -huh. are all grandma seizures. I've never had any other type of seizure. Now, explain the difference between a, 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 a non grandma seizure and a and a grandma seizure. So a grandma seizure is the, <laughs> the mother of all seizures, if you will. It is, um, it's a full-blown seizure um, where you're on the floor, your entire, every muscle in your body is seizing. Yeah. So literally imagine every single muscle is contracting and releasing and contracting and releasing the entire time you're on the floor. Yeah. You're, and you're, that shaking that you see, mm -hmm. that's your body, um, basically all of your muscles going, contracting and releasing. Mm -hmm. So- um, the best, the best way I've ever heard it described, and I can definitely attest to this is, um, the grandma seizure is the equivalent of your body running a marathon. Okay. Okay. And the reason 
that I can attest to it is because you sleep so hard. Like you have to sleep for at least a few hours after mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because you're just exhausted. Right. right. And um, with my seizure, with that first seizure, uh, it was wild because I had never had one. Right. Um, our family doesn't have any kind of like history of that history, nothing. So dad called the paramedics. And Mm. at that time, you know, back in the day Mm -hmm. you have answering machines, right? (laughs) (laughs) Um, cause this was a 1997. Right. Right. You just graduated high school. Just graduated high school. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 1996, I graduated high school. So it would have been right after, um, yeah. Nineties. Yeah, yeah, you get that? Seven. 90s. I was seven. Stranger, stranger right? things. Stranger <laughs> things. Um, and when he called 911, it it somehow caught on the answer machine, mm-hmm. his call to 911. Oh, so wow. I actually got to hear that oh, initial wow. call when I got home from the hospital. Oh, dang. And I've never heard dad sound so panicked in so, my life. So can I, can I, can I tell you something that I, I think is interesting about what you're saying about your first seizure? That's not our first experience with epilepsy though, because I remember, I don't know if you remember this, but I remember living in force park mm-hmm. and do you remember the guy who drove through mm-hmm. our, through our backyard? Oh, yeah. yeah. Broke the fence. Yeah. Broke the fence. There's a guy who, who literally, uh, he had a seizure in his car. He drove through our backyard and we brought him inside and he was, he was seizing on the floor. And I remember being a young child. I mean, I could have been more than seven or eight years old. And I remember seeing that and being like, what's going on? Dude? Yeah, what's what going heck? on? I just remember the story. I don't remember anything yeah, about yeah. it. I was the oldest. So I think I, I think I was maybe maybe nine or 10 at that Dang. point. But I remember asking my dad, he said, well, he's having a seizure. Everything's going to be okay. And it was interesting because they were talking about grabbing his a tongue spoon and, and getting his spoon it, yeah. in his mouth. And Never I was like, do that. that's yeah. something that's a bad thing. And now we know that, and, you know, yeah. I, we didn't know that back then, but it was really, it, it was traumatic as a kid, mm-hmm. you know, for me just watching it. But I mean, I'm not living it. So, so go through, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, that's the first no, time, it's yeah. That's the first time I saw that. And so when I heard about it, I was married at the time. I must've been like maybe two. So two I've been years. two years married. Yeah. Cause yeah. I married in 95 to Jamie. And so I had just been married and mom had told me you had a seizure. I'm like, did she hit her head? Because I heard that before. Like, you hit your head and it caused you to seize. Oh, like concussions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Trauma. I've, and we, I've very, seen that. very common. I've seen that before in football where guys hit their heads and they'll, they'll that's seize the on old, the field. That's the first time I saw a seizure. Yeah, they'll, they'll well, seize on the field and stuff and like that. And that's the difference is you can have seizures but not be epileptic. Right. Like, yeah. and I we were talking about this the other day. Like, if you're in the hospital and you end up getting a real high fever for from an infection or whatever, yeah. mm-hmm. your body is set up to protect itself. Right. That's right. the beauty, the way that God del- you know, oh, yeah. designed us. If your Absolutely. temperature gets too high, if it gets over 104, 105, mm-hmm. you're going to seize because yeah. a seizure, what a seizure is, is too much electrical activity in the brain. Oh, That's okay. what it is. Okay. So what it does is your body goes into fight or flight mode, right? Okay. So a seizure, when you have a high fever, uh-huh. that could damage your brain. Mm. So your body goes we need to protect it and basically puts way too much electrical activity and like almost like a, a, a fight sensation mm-hmm. goes into your body to protect your brain from that fever affecting your brain. Yeah. So you like when, so our grandpa had encephalitis, meningitis, our mom's dad. Okay. Oh, that's right. And yeah, when Papa, he Papa was, Willie. yeah, when yeah. he was in the hospital, he had, I want to say it was almost 105 or just over 105 fever and he had a seizure mm-hmm. in the hospital. He wasn't epileptic, yeah. 
but he had a seizure because he had such a high temperature, such a high fever, and it protected his body. Mm-hmm. And it's super, super common. But he wasn't epileptic. Yeah. But if he continued to have seizures, that would have been an epileptic condition. Mm-hmm. So... I- I have an oddball question for you. Please. I love questions. Do you, just because you're a research nut, and it, for those of oh you that don't, gosh, know, don't Car- know, Carrie will dive down a rabbit hole and literally come back with like well, a, a no, bookcase no, of knowledge no, that she just no, dug up. No, no. She drives down the rabbit hole and keeps digging. Just, <laughs> with crazy. a semi truck yeah, so she exactly, can fill it. Right, yeah, right, right. Well, anyway, it was my career for <laughs> right. 15 years. That's yeah. true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but so. They paid me to do it. <laughs> for For me, like, the brain and the ocean are like two of the most unexplored things in existence in, in the world, in my in, in my personal opinion, right? I would and, say the ocean yeah. over top of the brain, but yes, that's yeah, fair. Yeah. That's yep. fair. But because there are places in the ocean that we can't go without dying. That ooh, that's true. Yeah. So with that being said, what percentage of people did you just say aliens? Yeah. Did? Yeah. <laughs> Bro, uh, don't so get me true. started. Um, what percentage of people with epilepsy actually know what causes their epilepsy? Uh, okay. Oh, man. I would say I, I wouldn't know the percentage. Okay. Um, but That's fair. Yeah. But I would have to, if I, if I had to guess, I would guess it would be low. Really? Honestly, yeah. Okay. Well, um, the reason is, is because... Um, and by low, I would say like low 20s, like around 20%. Um, the reason is, is because I could be completely wrong. This is just from my experience. It took me like, so I started having seizures when I was 18. Uh-huh. And I just got an actual diagnosis um, of what my seizure type is. Uh, four years ago. Oh, okay. In my 40s. Wow. So almost so, 30 years. Well, 20 almost 20. Years. Yeah, 25 well, years. 20 well, not only years. that, but it's 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 a tad confusing, I think, for people who do have epilepsy because when you're trying to find out, there's a Carrie's gone through a ton of tests, and when you're trying to find out what causes it, uh, it's kind of they, torture, huh? Well, it's not torture, but they can't, mm-hmm. they can't, they can't, I don't, I don't know. I've never been through it, but I don't know if Carrie would tell you it's torture. Yeah, I'll tell you. Okay. And it is. So they have to keep you up all night and stuff like that. So, you, um, I go ahead and finish with your thought and then I'll tell you. Well, first, first I can imagine it's hard because with you, they don't know what causes it. They don't know, like they're not, they're, you've never right. been told this is what's going on. This is why this happens. Right, yeah, like, it's a guessing game. Yeah. So, so and then there and then there's so many different factors that play into like lack of sleep, alcohol, different things like that. That blood can, sugar, yeah, blood. Yeah, I mean, all, kind, man. all these different stress, stress. Mm. All these different things can can play, trigger can play into or, or trigger something like that. And it could be many different triggers. Like some of the research I did before I actually came here to talk about this. Um, there, there with one person, there's over 100 triggers. With one, I can't remember what the person's name is. They were they're a big uh, uh, epileptic awareness person. Uh, they had like over a hundred triggers, and lights were one wow. of them. We we know the most popular ones are lights, lights and sounds. Yeah, lights, lights, sounds. There's there's also uh, lack of sleep for you. It's been like lack of sleep before. Uh, it's been uh, several different things, but okay. lack of sleep and stress are probably my two. Yeah, stress being probably number one. Right, yeah. right. 
So that that's been a that's been a, a, a crazy thing to try to figure out and diagnose because she goes through it. She doesn't want to go through it. And she's trying to figure out well, what am I doing and how am I doing this and what, what can I how can I figure things out? Well, you know? not just that, stress is a very is a variable word. So yeah, stress it's, it's stress <laughs> comes nebulous, in nebulous, yeah. right. Stress can yeah. be very different for for all kinds of different reasons. Yeah. So it's like, you know, I, I, I can be stressed because of this. I can be it's like a stress hits people differently mm-hmm. and even hits me differently at different times. What could stress somebody else out actually is cathartic for me. Right. You know, I love numbers and love processing and love organizing and things like that. And that would drive you absolutely <laughs> up the wall. Oh yeah. 100%. And so it, it's, it's completely different. Why are you and, laughing over there? Shut up. Dude. <laughs> hey, you're lucky I didn't play the laugh track because I don't remember which button it is. <laughs> <laughs> but like over the years, I found that like certain things I've I have I've done certain things to help me in certain ways, mm-hmm. um, with epile- with my epilepsy, mm-hmm. and I I say my epilepsy specifically because another thing that most people don't realize specifically with epilepsy is that there are, there are over 60 types of epilepsy 60 660 yeah Jeez. yeah and that's another reason when people say oh hopefully they'll have a cure for epilepsy i'm like yeah yeah, yeah. Which, which one uh-huh <laughs> sure <laughs> you keep hoping and wishing and praying and so, and don't get me wrong i hope that people have find something that cures theirs sure. but for the like broad stroke I, I'm not holding out hope for that. Yeah. I I see mine as, and don't get me wrong, I'm a super positive person. Yeah, you like, are. yeah that's yeah, true. Yeah, most I'm definitely. ridiculously optimistic. Yeah. But I'm also realistic. Yeah. So I see mine as this journey, and I'm ex- I I'm excited about this. I don't I don't look at mine like I take a one two punch all the time from epilepsy. Sure. Um. So I don't see it as something that gets me down and keeps me down i see it as you're, you're this make, is yeah you're making the best of a bad situation uh, yeah 100 yeah, percent. if you could choose not to have it you would well and that's the thing is that like i've i've described this many many times to people in this way because it to me this makes the most sense like i see this as life you're dealt cards right uh-huh. and in the beginning of your life you have a certain hand and in my life I, I started off with a, a deck, of, like a hand, and it was good, and I was playing it, right? Well, when I was 18, I was dealt the epilepsy card. And I pulled it up, and I looked at it, and at first, I thought it was going to be the card that broke my hand, that folded me, right? And I kept playing, and I kept playing, and I kept playing. And I realized into this journey that that was actually the card that was making my hand. That was the card that was giving me the strongest part of me. That was the card that was making me win, not breaking it, because it was making me stronger. Yes, I agree. But it took me a while to keep playing that hand where some people, if they got dealt a cancer card, an epilepsy card or whatever, they would maybe want to fold because it's a hard card to play. Sure. And that's when when I tell people that I'm like just keep playing your card because you don't know 
keep playing your hand because you don't know how strong you're going to get. But let me ask a question. If you get cured from epilepsy tomorrow, would you? <sighs> don't get me wrong. I would not want to have another seizure. My whole point, I'm, I'm, asking, I'm asking you a really, really, really fair question because this is the road I want to go down. If you, could give me, if you could be cleared from epilepsy tomorrow by giving you a pill, would you take it? Yeah. Okay. The reason I say that is because as, as positive as you are about epilepsy and all the crap you've gone through with yeah. it, you've really done a great job at making the best out of that weakness, that, 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 that handicap, that disease, whatever else you want to call it, that you've done a really good job at that. And there are times I, I think like as your brother, like I'm, I'm going, I, it, I can't look at it like that. I can't look at it as positive. I can't, you say, you said things like one thing just, just irritates the crap out of me. You say is it's your superpower. And I'm like, it's not your superpower. It's a, it's horrible. I hate it. Stop saying it's your superpower. But when you pitch it the way that you're pitching it, like I have, this is what I got to deal with. Yeah. I have to, it's not 100%. going away. It's not going away soon. I fully understand that. I think that's one of the, the clarification you bring to that because I, I think that, a lot of people, and this is the this is the hard part about uh, it's it, so epilepsy is not terminal. It can be terminal, but oh, absolutely, it can be. It can, and it, yeah, so it there's can, a lot of people that die with epilepsy. Be, and right. The number one way Car to die accident. with ep, no, no, it's actually called SUDEP, um, sudden unexpected death by epilepsy. Okay. Um, oh wow. And, yeah. See, and, I, I just assumed it might have been something like driving, yeah, driving unexpected. It, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, it's sudden it's sudden unexpected death by epilepsy and. What it is is when you die in your sleep. Ah, uh, oh, that um, makes sense. Yeah, okay. it's basically you have a seizure in your sleep. You end up not breathing, and it, it'll take you quick. And I, the thing is, is that I know all of these. To, and uh, one thing I want to bring up is that my voice will change. Oh, yeah, uh, this is important. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so whoever's listening, you probably just heard the change in my voice. I do have a device, and we'll, we'll get into that uh -huh. a little bit later. Um, but sudden unexpected death by epilepsy is the number one uh, killer um, of epileptics. And I think that it was a, um, a Disney star who died of uh, yes. suit up. I can't remember his name. Was it the, was it the Josh and something kid? Yeah. Yeah. I, I know yeah. I'm talking about my mm -hmm. kids watched it and that kid died. Yeah. Yeah. About, yeah. Really? Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. It was Josh and something that, that <laughs> like show. Like Drake and Josh? Drake and Josh. Yeah. yeah. One of those kids died. What? Yeah, mm -hmm. from, he had an epileptic seizure. I had no died, clue. Yeah, yeah. He, he died of suit up. Yeah. yeah, yeah, in his sleep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, I didn't really watch the show, but I know of it because yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I, you know. But that's the thing is that epilepsy is so not talked about that if something happens, that it's it's brought up and then quickly like swept aside hmm. and not really talked about. So and so many people like. 3.4 million Americans have epilepsy, and that number is growing. Every yeah, that's a lot of every day, one hundred and fifty thousand are diagnosed every year with epilepsy. Uh, I think until I told my father in law that um, that you had it, he was like, "Oh yeah, my father had it," and right. I was like, "What?" Mm -hmm. And so, the thing the thing is, is that epilepsy to me, there are two reasons that people don't talk about it. It's because of the tabooness of it, of what it was back in the day, because a long time ago when people had seizures which typically was epilepsy, but it was so back in the day that if they, if you were having a seizure, they thought you were possessed by the devil. And oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it was so taboo oh, that that kind of feeling 
kind of carried on and it's still around to where you just don't it's, talk about it. it it's creepy to see for the first time because I remember when I saw it, mm-hmm. and you had never seen the forty-five years that Carrie's been on this planet. You never saw one until saw one recently, until, until about two months ago. I'll explain that in a second. Yeah, but I, I under I fully understand why people think somebody's demonically possessed if they have a seizure. I mm-hmm. fully understand that because when she had a seizure back here, we'll talk about that in a second. But I'm, I I want to I will we'll circle back yeah, to, yeah, that, yeah. to her last seizure. How many seizures have you had? Hundreds. I, I haven't. Have you counted them all? Yeah. yeah. No, I haven't counted them all. Okay. No, okay. it's uh, so many. So where, many. Where have you had most of your Caesars? Caesars? What, so you've been from Ohio. You lived in Arizona. You, you lived anywhere outside of Arizona or Ohio? Uh, no. No, okay. Um, but I can tell you in most of them happen in um, probably, probably the kitchen area. Okay. Okay. If if I had to categorize, yeah. But it's not uncommon. A lot of them happen in a kitchen or a bathroom, okay. and the reason is is because you're more relaxed. So your brain is, your your brain is ready to huh. almost like that's crazy. Almost ready to like go buck wild. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And until you're relaxed, it can. That's funny because when I'm in the kitchen, I'm never relaxed. I'm always like, I gotta eat, I gotta eat. You know, so right. I, that's how Jamie caught. Jamie says I'm a savage when I go in the kitchen. I'm like, okay, it's time to eat, something to eat. You know, because I'm so hungry. But the the uh, or the I can see the bathroom. You go to the bathroom. You 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 relax. Right. You're gonna sit down. Maybe have a a good deuce. You know something like that. You know, so, <laughs> but I mean, like I can see yeah. that. So that's but, where most of them happen, at least from from the conversations that I've had with my neurologists. So I've been around Carrie for I've seen I've been been around the ramifications of one, uh, and then I was there for one. So let me let me talk about. Oh, that's right. I kind of forgot about yeah, that. Yeah. So her her worst seizure, if you would like, one of the worst ones was tell them that story when you when you burned your hand in particular. The worst injury. The worst injury, yeah. yeah. The worst injury. Um, the, the, well, the worst injury that, that resulted in the longest, um, the longest recovery. Yeah. I, yeah. the worst injury to my face, uh, was back in Ohio. This yeah, was I the worst. That. Yeah. I slammed my face on my desk, yeah. broke my nose, and, uh, twice. She looked like she and, got, she got beat up by Mike Tyson. It was crazy. Yeah. Yeah, that I looked like nuts. I was in a gang fight. When mom sent me the picture, she, she texted me the picture of Carrie first, and there was no, like, explanation. <laughs> and I was like, who am I killing today? <laughs> who just hurt my sister? I'm going to absolutely murder somebody. And and then she goes, it was a seizure. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Okay. But <laughs> you, you know what, the other guy. <laughs> right. But that's the kicker is that that's a really good point because you're fighting yourself. Yeah. Yeah. There's so many things. That you want to hurt. Yeah. And you can't. Right, right. You're, yeah. You're fighting yourself. Right. You're literally fighting your own yeah, brain. Yeah, yeah. And you can't do anything yeah. except trying to figure out how to resolve your own epilepsy here. Yeah. How, manage it, yeah. how to manage Dang. it. Your, yours. Not everybody else's. Yours. Do, do people grow out of it? Sometimes. Okay. Sometimes, yeah, which is really good. And a lot of times if you're a kid... With epilepsy, which is, a, this is probably the first thing that everybody talks to me about whenever I mention I have epilepsy. They're always like, oh, do you smoke pot? Or yeah. do you take do you CBD? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instantly. First question, well, I'm like. It helps with a lot of different 
epilepsies, doesn't well, it? Yeah. No. Oh, it doesn't? No. Oh, I thought it did. It helps with some. Oh, some. Okay. <laughs> but that's the kicker. Oh. It helps with some and some people in certain terms. And most of the time. Most people just want to smoke weed. Right. <laughs> well, well, there was a I CBD called Charlotte's Web that was developed for the guy's daughter. It was, um, yeah. I've because she had a lot of mini seizures. It yeah. didn't and cure honestly, them. It just really it reduced the amount of yeah. the yeah. ones. That's that the having. kicker is that most of the time CBD helps with, and even marijuana, whatever whatever it is wrapped around that, it helps most of the time right. with children mm. who have uh, epilepsy. And I co- totally encourage parents who have children because a lot of the At time- explore it. Well, a lot of the time with, your, with kids who have epilepsy, the ones that it helps the most are the ones who are having a, around 100 seizures a day. Mm. Oh, my goodness. So, uh, definitely, if they haven't explored that, explore it. Because there. we even had a customer in here who has a grandson uh-huh. who has uh, epilepsy, uh-huh. and I told him about it, and because his his son was helping, his managing his son's epilepsy. It was mm. his uh, son's son, and I told him, I said, "Have you has your son tried CBD on his son?" And he said, "No." I said, "It will probably help." But tell it, get a really good quality CBD, mm-hmm. put it on the inside of his cheek or under his tongue, yep. and hold on to him when he does it. And really, you know, take measures to, you know, be there for him and everything and research and, it. And, CB- and it helped him a lot. And CBD is a magical drug. It really is. Just, just well, our by, bodies were set up to receive right, it. Right. Yeah. And, and to see it, I mean, there's, there's multiple YouTube videos. Yeah, it of takes a, time. Just like. A lot of stuff for your body to start absorbing it properly. And and some people's bodies don't like, you know, acidity and the way it's in your stomach, depending on how you ingest it and things like that. Well, I take CBD to go to bed, you know, and so like I, I, I and and I'm out. CBD and THC are two totally different things. So if you, if you know anything about marijuana, CBD is not the thing that gets you high. THC is the thing that gets you high. Right. But anyway, um, yeah, typically... With children with epilepsy, sure. it helps a lot. But it doesn't do anything for my epilepsy, so I don't take it. Have, have you ever smoked weed? When I was younger. When you were younger? Yeah, did with affect, Chrissy. Did it affect, did it a affect, lot. I, no. <laughs> I knew the answer to that. I just wanted to ask you. Sorry, Chrissy. So, 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 <laughs> she, she doesn't care. My sister knows. Yeah. But here, here, my, my parents know. Here's my question. Did that ever affect or trigger anything? I did it before you? I was epileptic. Oh, did you? Okay. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. So okay, yeah. <laughs> it didn't but make after, me have seizures. Quit, after, try, quit trying to blame the earth, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it, <laughs> I did it. I I did all of that before I had. No, actually. Yeah, did you, did you no, smoke weed after? You I had, did smoke weed after I had because it was Chrissy's twenty first birthday, <laughs> and I couldn't drink. Yeah. So I was like, I'm gonna get so, high. So did alcohol. Affect that yeah, at all? I couldn't okay. drink. You I couldn't drink. drink. Okay, I didn't drink. But you drink now. You'll have like a glass of wine or something like that. Or uh, like a lemon. randomly, yeah, yeah, I won't not... drink much at all. Right, right. Because <laughs> alcohol. Can... <laughs> yeah, did, yeah, 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 yeah. Not night, anymore. Not anymore. Night, don't bring up. Don't bring up old stuff. One Justin. night, Carrie was here and she had some limoncello. And <laughs> we're not going to talk about the limoncello. <laughs> it was hysterical, dude. I am a very lightweight. Off her butt. I'm a very, very lightweight. Yeah, you are. And it was seriously it was like two shots, and you were like, I, "I'm super lightweight because I awesome. don't drink." It was hysterical. Any hoozle. <laughs> so we're going to move past that. 
We're going to talk about how alcohol is not good for epileptics. It was, it was, yeah. So, so it's, here's the, what, what are, here's some questions. So you, you said you've had hundreds of, sorry, you said you had hundreds of seizures. Right. Um, it's probably like, uh, like right around a hundred. Like it's like. Talk about, talk, talk about, we're going to get this. I want to get into this and then I want to get into the most recent one. Yeah. Talk about how you burned your hand and tell, go through oh, that story. Yeah. Go through that story. Sorry. Um, so. You're with a dude. I remember because I didn't like Yeah, him. I couldn't stand him. Um, anyway, <laughs> I was, it was. Um, you just was, moved back here, didn't you? You just moved back to Phoenix. No. Oh, yep. I, I had just come back. back yeah, yeah, I just came yeah, back Phoenix, yeah, I had um, went back to Ohio for four months. Yeah. Um, just to collect myself. Um, I was having a nervous breakdown after a divorce and um, bad time. So I went back to Ohio. The dude was an absolute. Yeah, he was a douche. Because, um, you know, after a divorce, you need to go right, uh, jump right back into a bad relationship. That's always wise. Because, you know. Oh, this wins. was a relationship after the divorce? It was after the divorce. Uh, it, it, it was. Because oh. you know. what happens what happens with women, we feel like we need a relationship. Yeah. The and rebound? No, no, no. It no, wasn't no. a rebound. It no, was just okay. I no, no, needed no. a relationship. No, 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 no. no, no. Hold on a he was an idiot. It's time to be big brother here. He was uh, an idiot. There is something that runs in our family very deep in the Reef family. Very, very deep. And it is called stubbornness. <laughs> and somehow our women have it to a double dose. It's because we got it, it from our grandma. My goodness. You can't tell Carrie anything, dude. She's just you go, she's gonna do it. She gonna do I understand it. I'm like, she's she's stubborn, she's gonna do it. Oh, he was an idiot. But I was like, I was like, what is going on? But see, yeah. the thing was, is that at that time, I was so broken. I remember that. Yeah, I do. It was and, a bad time. And honestly, you and I didn't yeah. have a relationship. Right, right. So it didn't matter what you said. Even if it was wisdom. Right, And right. it was right. Yeah, I get We that. didn't have this. Yeah, so the good thing is, is that. Well, tell what, tell what happened. You had a seizure. All, all, yeah. the, okay. all the good things have come since. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, I was, um, it was Black Friday. That's right. It was. It mm. was. They yeah. Black Friday has a different meaning to me yeah, than everybody else. I bet. Um, and I was uh, cooking potato soup and um, I'll never forget it. And I had a seizure, went down on the stove. Uh, my hand went down on the stove. And when I seized, my hands kind of clench up. And um, and I got, I burned my hand and then went down into in the kitchen. And when I woke up, because after the seizure, I have this period that I call um, a seizure drunk. Yeah, you're like in a like a zombie. State. I can't wait to explain that to people. It yeah. is crazy. Yeah, this last time was was interesting too. It was just I wait till you hear the story, guys. So keep going, keep going. I my actual seizures last anywhere from two to seven minutes, where I'm actually shaking, and then after mm -hmm. that, I'm in my my quote-unquote seizure drunk stage where I can walk around I can respond to you I can look at you but I'm I'm not there mentally yeah and I have like this look on my face of I will agree to whatever you're saying yep. I'm not there mentally until I actually ask questions um and that's how you know that I'm actually back is when I'm asking questions so yeah um <laughs> And that, that's, we'll, we'll get to that. It's crazy. I can't wait to tell you guys what happened. Yeah. yeah. So I, I 
I came out of the seizure from burning my hand. And in that moment, I had a ton of adrenaline uh, because I looked at my hand and it was solid white. And I was like, oh, I hurt myself. And, you know, Bobby, the guy I was dating, Mm -hmm. he was he was like, oh, do you want to go to the hospital? I was like, no, let me just call my mom. And I had I put an ice pack on my hand and I FaceTimed mom. And I remember shaking from the adrenaline. That's mm-hmm. how much like was pumping in me. Right. And I showed her my hand and I was like, I burned my hand acting like it was like, you know, you burn your hand. Yeah, like on, you burn you your know. fingers. Like exactly. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I showed her, she was like, Carrie, Ann, you get your butt to the hospital right, right now. Right. And I still only went to the urgent care Goodness gracious, Carrie. because I didn't think it was that bad. Yeah. I really didn't think it was that bad. So he took me to the urgent care. The urgent care doctor laughed at me. I promise you, he laughed. Wow. And he said, get out of here and go to the hospital right now. I went to the hospital. They did all the, everything that they were supposed to do. They wrapped it up. It was third, almost fourth degree burns on my right hand. And I am right hand dominant. Yep. And that was Friday. They sent me home. My best friend, Cole, love Coley Cole, um, came over that entire weekend. She went to uh, uh, CVS and got all the stuff to wrap it and prepare it. I think I saw you Black Friday. Like no, I didn't see you until Monday. Monday was it Monday? Yeah, that's so, when you went to the hospital, right? So Cole came over the whole weekend, and because I had to wrap it, rewrap it, and wrap it every day. So and I couldn't do it because it was so painful. And I just remember being in my bathroom and having my hand out, and she was sitting in front of me and unwrapping it and rewrapping it. And she said, "I've never seen anyone who hasn't been who was not giving birth be in this much pain." Yeah. And then I called mom on Monday. And I showed it to her and she was like, "Uh uh-uh, you have to get, you have to go to the hospital or something. And she like looked up the burn center on uh, Google and then called you and said, go get your sister and take her to the burn center. So this is where I pick up the story and it was absolutely (laughs) terrifying. Epilepsy in my life has been nothing but a sheer horror to serve. I understand. So you'll see that in the next story. But so, so I pick up Carrie and take her to the hospital and, uh, she's sitting, she's sitting on the bed. The Not nurse, the hospital, the burn center. The bur- yeah. The burn yeah. center. So we're sitting on the, we're sitting on, she's sitting on the bed waiting on the nurse. Nurse comes in and the nurse says, I'm going to give you some, you know, some morphine or something like that to take off the edge. Uh, because I have to, un- I have to unwrap the hand to look at it again. And, and then she looked at me and she goes, when I do this, you're going to have to lay on top of her because she's going to be kicking so badly. And I'm like, aren't you giving her something to shut her up and like just calm her down? And Because you were just, oh my gosh, it hurts so bad. And I remember thinking, man, I can't, I mean, I've, I've had a little burn on my finger here before, maybe a, a bad burn on my thumb, but nothing like, nothing like your hand. Your hand was just, it was scolded all over. And yeah. so I was like, okay. And then she started unwrapping and you were, you were, I, I saw you get into, you know, morphine state or drunk state. And you're like, it feels still, I feel, feel the pain. And you said to me, you said, it doesn't hurt as much, but I can still feel the throb. I can still feel the burn. It really, really hurts. And I'm like, okay. And the nurse came in she goes, you ready, brother? And I'm like, for what? She goes, I'm going to start unwrapping it. And the minute I do, I need you to get on because she's going to start kicking and she's going to, it's going to hurt really bad. I just need you to hug her and love her. And then I'm like, oh my gosh. And so the minute she started doing that, 
you went nuts. You were just screaming, crying, and I was, I was holding. I was, I was laying on top of you, grabbing the back of the bed to hold you down. And I don't remember with, any of with this. Everything I, ha- I mean, Carrie, and I'm a big guy and strong, and I'm holding you back. And he goes, she goes, I'm doing it quick. I'm doing it quick. I'm doing it quick. And she, I mean, in 30 seconds, it was, it was off, but it was just the pain. And you were screaming in my ear so loud, and I was like. Oh God! Please let this stop. Please heal my sister. This is this is so bad. And I'm I'm like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. And then she has it off, and you're like, she's like, she's like, okay, now it's off. And you were it was you were just crying the whole I'm, time. I'm tearing up now thinking oh, about and it. And I was I was like, what happened? And so then I I remember leaving the room, calling mom because mom's mom. And I called <laughs> I called mom and she's like, because she always wants to know updates, updates, updates. Yeah. And so I called mom and I'm like, Hey, this is, this is what ended up happening. And she's like, she's like, you need to go back in there and do whatever the nurse tells you. I'm like, I don't want to go back in there. Mom's like a freaking war room. And she's like, you need to go back in there and you do this for your sister and do it for us. I'm like, okay, I'm going. And, and I, I just said, I'm on the phone. And so mom was on the phone with you. I don't know if you remember the FaceTime. Uh-uh. Uh, and I said, we're right here. She's okay. And you're like, Hey mom, you were kind of out of it still. You're like, Hey mom. And, and I was like, I, I, I'm not, what do I do, mom? She's like, just, just be there. Don't, don't do anything. Do, do what the nurse tells you to. Um, I think, I think she rewrapped, they sent you upstairs, didn't they? To, so I, the only thing I remember is her telling me that I'm not going home. Right. Yeah. That, that they have to do surgery on my hand. Right. And I remember thinking, and I may have said it out loud. I don't know how you do surgery on a hand. Right. Right. <laughs> Cause I couldn't wrap my head around it. Right. Right. And, she said, "Oh, honey, you're going to be here for a couple of weeks." Oh yeah, hundred percent. You're not you're not going home with your brother. Yeah. And I would I remember looking at you like, you can't leave me here. Right. And then right. they they took me away. They took you to the to the to the, the recovery room. I went. They, yeah, and then they, I got checked in. Yeah, and and that recovery for that burn was probably the the biggest pain hardship in your life. That oh, was yeah. yeah. So I had I ended up having two surgeries. The first surgery was to put the um, cadaver skin on my hand to mm-hmm. see if it would take my skin. And then uh, the second surgery, they took uh, a piece of my skin off of my right thigh mm-hmm. and uh, grafted it on my hand. Okay. And uh, the part of my hand that was burned was half of my palm and uh, four of my fingers. Yeah. And it took... About um, two years yeah, for the full recovery, which right. was not just the healing of the, of the skin, but therapy, learning how to use my hand again, right. which was unbelievably painful. Yeah, that was, that was something you said was almost worse than the burn, was the therapy that you went through where you had to, you had to learn to grip, you had to learn to use your fingers again, and it was just painful and crying every time that you did it, you know, yeah, I, know that. I definitely cried my way through therapy for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But like I wouldn't have been able to do it without the nurses and the doctors yeah. at the burn center and yeah. then the therapist at the Spooner. Uh, what was his there- name? Uh, oh, well, there were a few, but uh, Kevin, Kevin, the one who threatened to yeah. cut off my thumb. That's yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. The, the great thing is, is that when you have great doctors and, mm-hmm. and I'm very, pati- very, very picky about doctors um, when you have great doctors and great nurses and great therapists, they make a world of difference. Yes. And it was like they all knew that I needed to be um, uh, have a lot of sarcasm thrown at me 
and I needed to be like have banter because uh, one of the doctors at the burn center who I ended up calling uh, Dr. McDreamy because he was just hot. Um, he, it was, I went in for one of my follow-up visits and um, he looked at me. He said, you're not washing your hand. And I said, yes, I am washing my hand. And he said, no, no, no. And it was at the time when my uh, skin was still very uh, breaky. Up. It was like breaking up and very raw. Mm-hmm. He grabbed my hand, like grabbed my arm, like wrapped it into his and held on to it to where I couldn't budge my hand away from him. He rear naked choked your arm, huh? Yeah. Rear, okay. Thank you. Okay. And then put the foam soap on that I had been using uh-huh. and then took a washcloth that I can only describe as like one of those sandpaper washcloths that you get from the Dollar General and started scrubbing my hand. Mom was at that visit with me. I was cussing him out so hard. Mom had to leave the room. <laughs> she was like, I'm going to leave the room because you're not acting like a lady. And I was like, no, mom. ma'am, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not going to. If our mom ever swears at you, you done wrong. You did Just so very, you know. very wrong. Our mom is so, she's a saint. She's amazing. She's and, the best. you know, she's got a weird name, Vida. And if Vida ever comes down on you and says anything mean to you, you have crossed so many Walk lines the other way point. oh yeah because <laughs> mom turns into a gangster if that happens but yeah. that's 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 incredible so let's let's fast forward to this point that you just had you just a couple had, months ago yeah, a couple months ago so this is so i'll tell you the story because and carrie carrie doesn't remember some of it she remembers a little bit of our conversation we we're having a conversation and it was a stressful conversation at first and then we started lighting it up really quick and we were talking through through some stuff um for our family and everything and what happened is Carrie winced up like you were scared and terrified of something. Like when you put your hands up, like you're scared about something. Like if someone's uh, pointing a gun at you. Yeah, like your hands are up or, and like this. But she she looked directly behind me when you did that. So you, so I was sitting at my desk in, in the back of the warehouse, and you you put your you're sitting right across from me, and you put your hands up like this so much so that I thought somebody was behind me or someone had broken into the, I mean, I turned around or I thought there was a big beetle cause you don't like bugs, yeah, I you know? Bugs. And I, I was like, what, what, what's going on? And so I turned around and you, and you did that for probably about three seconds. It was, it seemed longer, but you're like, <gasps> like that. And then your eyes rolled back and you hit your head on the partition right there. And then I, then I knew it was a seizure. I mean, so I went and I scooped you up and put you down on the ground and I, I timed it, and I, I yelled for Justin, and he was actually in the humidor, and we had customers at the same time. So I so I yelled for Justin, and they heard me, and Justin didn't. And mm. uh, he didn't have his, he his walkie-talkie on him. And so I'm like, Justin, get back here now. And then as I start yelling, Justin, Justin, Justin. And then all of a sudden, uh, one of the customers like, he was in the front humidor, so they came out of the back humidor with the front humidor. Like, I think Bradley needs you now. Oh, and so wow. He, we have the best customers. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so he, he's like, guys, I'll be right back. And so he comes in here, and Justin is absolutely cool. I'm freaking out. I'm like, what's happening? Oh, my gosh, my sister's having a seizure. He's like, he's like, it's okay, man. Roll her on her side. So if you if you ever have anybody have a seizure, the biggest thing you want to do is put them on their side. Yeah, okay? that, and that's one of the things that, like, wherever I go, no matter, like, whenever I join a gym. Mm-hmm. And like when I had my personal trainer, whenever I came here, that's one of the things that with every single person, I made sure that they knew mm-hmm. this is these are what my seizures look like. Mm-hmm. And if you ever see me seize, this is what you do. Yep. Get me on the floor, roll me on my side, make sure that my head is supported, mm-hmm. time it if you can, Yep. and just wait it out. 
And I always tell people, if you're scared, call 911. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't hesitate. Just call 911. Right, right, right. Or if I injure myself, right, right. call 911. Otherwise, there's no need because I have a seizure condition. I have mm-hmm. epilepsy, right. so there's no need to call 911. Right, right. So that's that's a waste of their you know, efforts to yeah. come. But so we rolled you on your side and you're breathing strong, breathing heavy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and let me just, sorry. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. The reason you roll someone on their side is because when you're seizing your um, salivatory glands, you're producing a lot of spit. Yeah. A lot of saliva. Yeah. yeah. So you, you, instead of back in the day, like when we were talking about that guy who drove through the backyard mm-hmm. back in the day, they thought that people were swallowing their tongues, which is, an impossibility. You can't actually do that. Right, right. Uh, what they were choking on was the extra saliva. Mm-hmm. So when you roll someone on their side, you're actually giving that saliva a way out. Right. So right. just let it naturally drain out the side of their mouth. So we rolled, we rolled on your side and, and, and you started, you were seizing. And again, everything is tensed up on her. Every, every, every muscle, muscle. in your body is, is tensed up. Like she said, and she's she's kind of gripping and, and so on and so forth. And uh, I call I actually FaceTime mom right away. So Justin was there with me. Uh, I watched you. I timed it. I, the minute that happened, I, I started timing it. It was five minutes and thirty four seconds actually. So uh, he went up front, checked the customers out, locked the door, uh, and and then uh, you were on your side. And he says, "Just watch her. Just watch her." And so as as Carrie comes out of of the seizure. Uh, should this has happened before because I've seen you again before with, with Justin when you had a seizure here too. Right. Um, you've had two seizures here, I think, right? Yes. Yes, too, uh, at Zeal. And so uh, one was after hours, or like I think it was near the end of the day. Yeah, and Justin was leaving and I was still here. Right, right. And then this one was with, with me, and this is probably around 2 o'clock. Um, and so when you come out, and I've never seen this. You did this with me twice, and uh, you're standing up. And like you said, the, the look that she has on her face is one of like, like sadness and look. You look like this, like you're you're kind of sad, like worriedish. Yeah, worriedish. Yeah. yeah, like worriedish. And I'm like, and I and I just kept talking, Carrie. It's Bradley. I'm your brother. I'm I'm here. I'm here. And you do this to my shirt continually. You you pick at my shirt, like you're picking at my shirt. Like you you just start picking at my shirt the whole time. Like you're just picking at my shirt the whole time. Really? And I'm like I'm like that's Carrie, so it, interesting. It's, it's okay. It, it, it's I'm here and so on and so forth. And I hugged you and I was like, it's okay. And you, you, you kind of shrugged away from that. And you, like you hit, you hit, like you were, your head went sideways like this. Uh-huh. I thought you were having a seizure again. So I grabbed you harder. <laughs> you, you were just trying to get away from me. Right. And so I was like, okay, okay. And you're still not cognizant no. at that time. And so I'm, I'm sitting there trying to see what's going on. And, and I said, I said, do you want to go to the bathroom or, or so on and so forth? So I walked to the bathroom and then that, from the time that you kind of came around to the time of the bathroom, and then you sat in the lounge, we had a customer come in, a good friend of ours, Travis, one of my mentors, mm, Travis came in and sat Travis. down and Travis was like, you know, oh, and you started, I'd say it's probably about a half hour, if not 40 minutes later, you start going, why are we sitting in the lounge? What's going on? I said, you had a seizure. And you're like, I did. And you probably asked that probably three or four times, you know, I'd say within a span of 15 more minutes. So after an hour, you fully understood what was going on. You fully understood that you had a seizure. You fully understood, like, okay, I'm here. I'm like, I'm going to take you home. I'm going to stay with you tonight, make sure everything's okay. Um, and so that was, you know, just a, a, a crazy, a crazy thing. And then on, on the way home, you're just really quiet. 
you know, and, yeah. and you're like, it's exhausting. Yeah, I know you're, you're, you're exhausted and you go right to bed. Yeah. You know, we got, we got home and, uh, you went right to bed and, uh, I stayed up and watched Cobra Kai. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> um, the big brother thing to do. Right. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, it's, it's, uh, if you, I'll, I'll tell you this much, if you've never seen a grand mal seizure, uh, nothing can prepare you for like what that's like. Because it really is terrifying for the person that's not having a seizure. I can imagine what it's, what it's like for you. But then again, you're used to it and you understand what, what's going on. It may not be any less scary, but you have, a, you have an idea of what's going on. People who've never seen that before or they don't know, uh, I can tell you this much. The more afraid you are of it, the more harm you can do. And so that's why it's important for you to get this knowledge in your head and have awareness about epilepsy so that you could actually be productive and help if something like that happens versus something. Because I, I remember, I mean, even if, even if you weren't my sister, and I had friends that had epilepsy, mm-hmm. I, 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 they didn't have, um, I had a buddy in college that, that had it, and he had uh, close to 70 seizures a day. And his seizures where he went like yeah. that, and it was almost like a tick. Yeah. And I asked him, like, what, what what's that about? And he said, it was my first day of college, and he goes, I have epilepsy and that's, that's, it's kind of a tick with me, but it's actually a seizure. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, so do you have Tourette's? He goes, no, it's not Tourette's. It's actually epilepsy. Yeah. And he would just kind of, it looks like he's like half smiling. Yeah. Uh, and sometimes he just go like that. And yeah. then sometimes he go like that, you know, whereas half his face would kind of, kind of turn to the side and he smile kind of half, half, halfway. Um, or like he's in pain and I'm like, does that hurt? And he's like, no, I just, I just know it's real. And I know, I just want you to know. So, you know, as we get to know each other. You're not freaking out or anything like that. And I right. asked him, "Have you had a seizure?" He goes, "I had them all the time." Right. And I said, "What?" So he explained me the difference between a grand mal seizure because I don't have those, but I have this. Right. You know. So I think it's important to. And there are even seizures that are like people will stare off for ten seconds and then they'll be right back. Right. Those right. are very common. Right. And that's that's something that you had back back here at my desk. I thought was really interesting. Is for three seconds, you you weren't. You you weren't you weren't cognizant, and then the rest of the time, then you came back out of it. An hour later, you were understood what happened and everything else like that. And so, I think that's in, that's important for people to be aware of as somebody who who doesn't have epilepsy. That if you see that happen, just know that you have to be patient with the person that it happens with, and that you're going to have to understand like they don't know what's going on for that time, particularly when they come out of it. You know, and yeah. they can't talk. You didn't talk at all. Mm-hmm. You you didn't talk at all. And I I FaceTime mom, and mom was there, and. And you did say mom right away, like immediately, even on the floor when you're waking up, you said mom right away. So you recognize mom. mom and mom knew that too. Mom said, put my, put the phone down in front of her. She's going to know who I am right away. And so she, you're, you're coming out of your, hey mom. And she's like, here, you got a seizure. You're like, okay. And then, and then when I would talk to you, you wouldn't say anything. You just pick up my shirt the whole time. And it, it was really interesting because that was both times you did that. You know, I've never seen that before. I don't know if anyone else you did it to anybody else, but. Maybe you're picking all the snow that comes on my shirt. <laughs> Subconsciously, like my brother needs his shirt, his beard, his beard, his, his beard, his beard, beard snow. Get off his shirt because I wear dark shirts and you know, I, I try to wash my beard. That but, beard yeah, dander. My beard dander gets on him once in a while. <laughs> um, but I think that's that's important to recognize. You know, as as people that are, I mean, if there's 64 million people, 65 million, 65 yeah. million people and growing, that, yeah, yeah, that have epilepsy. Have they have they found out like what? causes that or like there are different there, causes that's yeah. the thing is uh, there's even an epilepsy a type of epilepsy in india that's mm. caused by uh, a parasite from a from pork oh, that wow. can get into your into your uh, brain oh wow so like it that's what i'm saying is that there are so many different vasts there you can get um epilepsy from having uh, a concussion 
you know, from mm-hmm. having brain trauma. So the kicker is that's why epilepsy to me is so important to talk about because the only thing that you need to become epileptic is a brain. Mm-hmm. Everybody's got one of those. They may right. not have common sense, but they sure got a brain. Right. <laughs> and if you got a brain, you should know about this Yeah. because I don't have any reason that I should have epilepsy. Right. There's no particular one thing. Yeah. And that that's like to get into the, the nitty gritty of seizures and epilepsy, the type of epilepsy that I have, the type of seizures that I have, there are two types of seizures. There are generalized seizures, which means that the seizure happens all over my brain. And then there are focal seizures, which means it happens in a specific part of your brain. And I have um, generalized seizures. So it happens all over my brain. And um, the, the kicker is, is that like, you have all these different things. Like the reason I have a, the device that I have, which is a VNS, it's Mm -hmm. a um, vagal nerve stimulator. Mm -hmm. There's also an RNS system, which is basically the same thing, except a lot smaller that gets implanted into your brain. Mm. Okay. And then there are um, like little wires that go down in. So if you have a focal seizure, that one's going to be better. Because it goes down into where it's actually happening from. Okay. But because I have generalized, this one's better for me. Yeah. So for people who are listening, uh, my my little device that's in my chest, it's kind of like a pacemaker. Mm-hmm. But I call it my double stuffed Oreo because it's about that same size. <laughs> it sits right underneath my collarbone. Mm-hmm. And every five minutes, I get shocked for 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. And what that does, it, there's a little clamp around my vagal nerve, which is why my voice changes because it's right next to my voice box Mm -hmm. and that shock every five minutes for 30 seconds what that does is because your vagal nerve is like a super highway of nerves to your brain it's telling my brain this is the electrical pattern we want so because it's giving it that pattern every five minutes my brain is supposed to know that Mm -hmm. so if my brain wants to seize it, this is supposed to go, no, 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 no. This is our pattern. Right. So it's supposed to be less of a seizure, less of tra- trauma, basically. Right, right. So it's supposed to help in that way. Well, what's what's some, what's some final things that people can do to educate themselves on epilepsy? You know, if they have somebody in their life or they everybody should know about it, what to do during a seizure. I think we've covered some of that stuff. But is there any resources that you can point people to? You know, yeah. that listen to this, that that they can they can go, okay, if I want more information about this, go and look at this up on the internet somewhere. For sure. Um, uh, there's Epilepsy Foundation. Mm-hmm. They always post great stuff. And there's one for every state, like okay. the Epilepsy Foundation of Arizona. Okay. So there's one in every state, but there's also just the Blanket Epilepsy Foundation. Okay. They always have great information. Mm-hmm. Um, if you ever see someone having a seizure, the best thing to do, First, stay calm, Mm -hmm. as calm as you can. Um, If you're scared, call 911 Mm -hmm. or whatever the emergency code is in your country. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're listening outside of the U.S., um, uh, roll them on their side, support their head, time it, and take care of them after they come out of it. 
Uh, do your research. Know that there are all kinds of different seizures. Um, talk to people in your life mm-hmm. about epilepsy. Um, one of the funniest things that ever happened to me, of course, was at Goodwill because they shop at Goodwill way too much. Yeah, I am a thrift store shopper proudly. And uh, I had just was talking to the checkout girl when I was there and I had mentioned epilepsy and how I was an epileptic. I don't know how the conversation, how it got brought up. And mm-hmm. she was so cute. She looked at me and she was like, huh, you don't look epileptic. <laughs> and <laughs> I, I remember telling somebody else about it and they, they got really offended for me. Oh yeah. And with her, my response, I giggled. Yeah. And I was, I literally responded. And I was like, <laughs> honey, what does an epileptic look like? Right. And she just stopped and looked really confused. And then she was like, uh, huh, I don't know. And I was like, well, you're looking at one. I said, and I gave her the statistics. Like uh-huh. there are 3.4 million. There are yeah. 77,000 in Arizona. Uh-huh. They're all around. There's one in 26. Yeah. Yeah. Per- people are epileptic. I said, so, you know. I'm an epileptic. They can be epileptic. Yeah. They're all over the place. So yeah. this is what we look like. Yeah. We're everyday people. And uh, it was a learning opportunity and not an opportunity to be offended. Right. So to my epileptics who are listening out there, yeah. if something like that happens to you, make it a, a teaching opportunity and a learning opportunity. Don't get offended. Get Stay humble. Stay happy teach people like we're doing with this podcast and I appreciate being on this podcast to be able to share our stories like this. So that would, that would be it probably to, to share as much as you can and, and stay educated and educate. Well guys, this has been the cut light and smoke podcast. I do want to thank my sister Carrie for being on here and bringing awareness to epilepsy so november has been epilepsy awareness month yep. 65 million people around the world struggle with it so if you know somebody now you got a little more information to look at and everything else like that so uh, any questions comments uh you can send them to cut light smoke podcast at gmail.com again that's cut light smoke podcast at gmail.com all one word at gmail.com and uh that's the end of the show thanks again so much for carrying being out there and for my co-host jb across from me we are out of here like last year peace <laughs>